Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Ice Cream Hour. Dr. Mike Axler here in episode seven of the Marathon Training Series. Today, we will be discussing injury prevention tips. This is super important during the course of not only a race, but probably even more so during your training so that you can both healthfully and safely get to the starting line on race day. We discussed in a previous episode the importance of cross training, and that's going to play a vital role in becoming a stronger runner and an injury-free runner. So if you've not yet listened to that episode, I'd recommend going back and listening to it after this one. Also, in future episodes, we'll be diving into specific forms of cross training, periodization models, and how you can best go about this. So no worries, a lot of great content to come. So let's first start our discussion today talking about some common running injuries. Some prevalent injuries, which you maybe have heard of, or maybe some of you have had, include shin splints, runner's knee, IT band syndrome, plantar fasciitis, bursitis, muscle sprains and strains, just to name a few. And while all these injuries can arise from previous abnormalities in your gait or prior incidences and injuries, one thing that they all have in common is that they can all be massively exacerbated while training for a marathon. Think about this. If you have a tight and nagging IT band day to day that bothers you when you get out of bed or you get up from your desk chair, how do you think that's going to feel after five or 10 miles, right? So there's really no place to hide during training if you have a pre-existing injury. While I have some great guests lined up for the show who will be more in tune to discussing these specific injuries and issues, one thing a lot of these issues have in common are both tightness, so a lack of flexibility and mobility, as well as muscular imbalances, and that's what we'll be covering a little more in later episodes, but also I'll touch on this a bit today. So you can think about it this way. If you have pain in the front of your knee or your left knee, let's say, which is a common description of a pain in an individual complains with who has runner's knee, then they most likely, either consciously or unconsciously, favor the right side of the body or the opposite side of the body to shift the weight away from the bum knee. While that may work out in the short term, aka walking to and from your car or your bedroom, again, there's no place to hide on a 5 to 10 mile run. So we need to address these issues. That injury or gait imbalance, as we said, is probably due to a combination of muscular imbalances, so one side of the body stronger than the other, and a lack of both flexibility and mobility. This now brings us up to section two on building a strong foundation. So this is where cross training comes in. We discussed in a previous episode the massive importance of becoming a stronger runner because a stronger runner with stronger muscles and bones is a faster and more efficient and less injury-prone athlete. So the compound movements that we discussed, such as squats, deadlifts, lunges, bench press, and or push-ups, bent over rows, pull-ups, you know, there's a lot of them. These muscle movements, which take the combination of several muscle groups all at once, help to not only strengthen those underlying muscles and bones, but they help in fixing muscular imbalances and improving flexibility and mobility. So if you're someone who has pain or limited range of motion in one leg, besides stretching, which we'll dive into later episodes, doing some basic bodyweight squats and lunges, even in your living room in front of the TV a couple of times per day, can begin to increase your range of motion and help to strengthen those muscles, which are in a sense weaker than the other side of the body. 
Next, in building a found strong nation, if you can relatively comfortably run 10 miles per week, but know that you need to build up to around 40 miles per week, which is just my personal recommendation if you want to run and crush a marathon. But again, everyone is different. Everyone has different goals. Then how are we going to build up from 10 miles a week to 40 miles a week safely without causing undue stress on our muscles, bones, and nervous systems? You can safely increase your mileage about 10% per week for two to three weeks in a row, and then dialing back the volume down the baseline at the third or fourth week. This is called a periodization model, and it's a cornerstone of strength and conditioning, and we'll be doing an entire podcast series on periodization models and strength and conditioning. But for now, increase your mileage no more than 10% per week for two to three weeks before dialing it down to baseline. Also, you can increase your mileage, so to speak, by biking more. Because as we said with biking in the cross-training episode, it's a great way to build up aerobic fitness and muscular endurance without the high impact of running. Lastly, on building a foundation, we talked about the importance of getting nicely fitting pair of shoes. Shoes which are comfortable, well-cushioned, and provide ample support based on your foot size and shape. Please, please, please go out to a local running shop or sporting goods store and get fitted. This is essential to you becoming the best runner that you can be. Okay, next, some injury prevention techniques. As I said, in future episodes, we will dive further into dynamic and static stretching and the uses and benefits of them. But for now, on the topic of stretching, I'm going to break this up into a warm-up and a cool-down. For your warm-up, you don't absolutely need to stretch. I personally don't, and I've heard on a lot of podcasts and YouTube videos of even a lot of professional runners who don't necessarily stretch. Yes, they warm up, but bending down and touching their toes isn't something they normally do. My recommendation for your warm-up is in the first 5 to 10 minutes, make it nonspecific, meaning walk, jog, do some arm swings, high knees, butt kickers, and any bodyweight lunges and squats and even jumping jacks. A combination or just doing some of those exercises can really get the blood flowing and the body nice and warm and loose. That is the goal of the warm-up, to make sure your core temperature has risen, your heart rate is elevated, and your body is primed to begin moving while reducing the risk of injury. For the cool-down after your run, I always like to tell my athletes to jog or walk an additional 10 minutes or so, or until they feel their heart rate slowing down, the adrenaline decreasing, and their mind starts to slow down as well. After the run, while it's not completely necessary to do some static stretching, it is up to you if you want to. Static stretching means slow and controlled stretching in place, something akin to yoga. So think about touching your toes, uh, standing quad stretch, downwards dog, child pose. Stretches like those can really help to slow down your breath and get you to relax a bit more and transition back into the rest of your day. The last section I think is pretty obvious, but it is also important enough that we should talk about it again, and that's just listening to your body. When you're overdoing it, you know. Most times with overuse injuries, it's not going to be a surprise at a left field. You're going to feel it coming on in the days and weeks before because your muscles don't really feel like they're recovering. Maybe some joints and bones feel a little bit shaky and uneasy, and maybe even you feel a little bit sick. That's called functional overreaching, where your immune system takes a bit of a dive because you're essentially doing too much too soon. So if you're in the middle of a training block and you're driven and motivated to keep going, but you feel yourself starting to get sick or maybe you're getting an injury, 
I'm not going to tell you to drop everything and quit the whole program because this is just a minor setback and we need to work through these obstacles. Rather, I would say substitute an easy run or two easy runs per week and just bike instead because it's a no impact activity where you can still get a lot of the same physiological benefits that you would while running. And if you feel like you're getting sick, opt out of the harder runs and just do easier ones and take walking breaks as needed. This is called active recovery. So getting the fresh oxygen to the muscles and carrying away the carbon dioxide and metabolic waste products can actually heal your injuries and boost your immune systems quicker. The key is being active, but not pushing the intensity too far. So to conclude, we covered a lot today. There's a whole host of various running related injuries, which stem typically from overuse and from muscular imbalances and lack of flexibility and mobility. Now is the perfect time to begin resistance training, whether you hit the gym a couple of times per week to strengthen your muscles or opt for bodyweight squats, lunges, and pushups in your house. As they say, the perfect time to start was 20 years ago, and the second best time is right now. Get yourself some solid running shoes because this will greatly reduce the risk of injury. Give yourself five to 10 minutes to adequately warm up and cool down while you gradually ease into your daily runs. And lastly, listen to your body. If you're getting sick, then do some active and slow recovery. And if you feel an injury coming on, don't panic and throw out the training block and race out the wind and throw it out the window. Just course correct. Opt for an easy run or two per week and switch it with a bike ride because there's no impact and you'll still reap the rewards. Anyways, that was a fun one to record today and I'm excited for episode eight where we'll be discussing fueling for marathon week. I do hope you enjoyed episode seven of the marathon training series and I hope you got some value from it. Please like, subscribe, and share with a friend if they enjoyed and I will see you all next time.